Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. One of the most sought-after vocalists in contemporary gospel, Lena Bird-Miles' soulful and extraordinary vocal prowess has caught the attention of musicians and artists alike. She has shared the stage with such luminaries as Ty Tribbett, Lala Hathaway, Dietrich Haddon, Dorinda, John P. Key, Doobie Powell, the late Thomas T.C. Clay, and more. And she was privileged to sing with the legendary Edward Hawkins as part of the new Edward Hawkins Singers. After establishing herself as one of the most sought-after vocalists in contemporary gospel, Lena delivered her debut album, Brand New. The project, released late in 2022, has become a staple in the contemporary gospel space. Lena is a 2023 Stella Award nominee for Best New Artist. Up next on Celebsvant, we've got Lena Bird-Miles. Where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your life and how are you doing? Ah, Thank you so much for having me. You find me in California. I'm an Oakland, California native and I'm a cosmetologist and... Uh, <laughs> singer so that's I'm here to talk about the singing part of my life but yeah you can find me there you can find me on Instagram Facebook Twitter all of the things social media but yeah YouTube you can find me so you can find me a lot of places so now let's rewind all the way back to the beginning of when you decided cool the music world is and gospel world is calling me at what age how did you get invigorated to join it? And let's hear the Lena music entertainment journey and story. Okay. So Lena's been singing since she was probably three, four years old. Mm -hmm. um, of course, in my granddaddy's church. My grandfather is still a pastor to this day. He's 86 years old, New Hope Church of God in Christ. And it is there where I got my start. And of course, you, when your parents... uh are training you. You don't have a choice. So I had to sing gospel because I was, <laughs> my mother's the musician there. She still plays the organ and my dad plays the bass there. Um, so you know how things go when you're a family church. If there's not enough choir members present, you're singing a solo. So <laughs> that's kind of how my gift was cultivated and honed. And then um, some years down the road, my two little sisters were born and then we became a trio we sang as the Bird Sisters all over. And then from there, that led me to do, um, you know, being seen a lot more in my teenage years. I started doing sessions and background work for different people. And that landed me, you know, to doing live recordings for people. And um, even to, I got to be discovered, if you will, by the late, great Edwin Hawkins. I was able to sing with him for almost 10 years um, as a new Edwin Hawkins singer. I got to go to Switzerland because of him and do international touring. Yeah, from there, my Instagram page led me to meeting Warren Campbell, whose label I'm signed to, My Block. And I recorded my very first album and released it in October 2022. So that's where Lena is now. <laughs> Lovely. So the difference bet between being part of Edward Hawking's experience, mm -hmm. one of his singers, and being solo. Tell us the difference. And was there a bit of trepidation in stepping up and saying, okay, now it's me to be in the limelight? Or it's like, okay, it's a natural transition. Oh, very good question. Uh, very, very, very different. Because first of all, Edwin was this huge legend and icon within his own right. So knowledgeable. So it's almost like you're scared to do certain things because you feel like he knows it all. Yeah. <laughs> but he was still um, 
approachable enough for me. Like if I had any questions about anything music wise, he knew that I still, although I was a new Edwin Hawkins singer, I would still locally sing solo things or be requested of to be featured on different things or just to be asked to sing at different churches. So I was kind of being shaped to become a a solo artist, if you will, while still doing the other things because I was always singing something solo but I didn't know that I was going to be the artist, artist Lena. So it was a big difference when <laughs> it's like, Lena, you're out there. No, I'm scared. I want to be in the back. <laughs> you know, sometimes, even though you've been doing it your whole life, it's always a new audience, new faces. You're hoping that people love your music or that it catches their heart. You know, mm-hmm. you have all these different types of feelings. So you have sometimes the nervousness is you're scared of the unknown. Like what if they don't like my song or stuff yeah. like that? Or what if, what if I trip and fall? Cause I'm clumsy or <laughs> going upstairs. <laughs> so I have moments like that where I'm like, Lena, take your time. Cause you got on these high heels and you might trip or just, you know, just all these different <laughs> pieces that <laughs> you're like, okay, let me calm down and take one step at a time. Let me not drop the microphone. I did that before. Drop the microphone. The bottom came off. Just all these different <laughs> So I may have slight nervousness for other reasons than the normal nerves that yes. people have. <laughs> it's big difference. The, the reason I giggle is I'm the same. Like I do things quickly and I'm moving. And that oh, boom, 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 falling up or downstairs. Yeah. And I was like, oi, Vey, what's happening? And then like, okay, one step at a time. <laughs> You have to talk yourself through it. Yeah, I've 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 had so many moments. That's just a couple, but I've had so many moments on stage, and I know that's part of the the reason I am the way I am with my sense of humor. I love to laugh, so I just kind of laugh it off, even though I'm embarrassed. I I've, I had someone help me down, and my ankles did the whole down each stair, and he cracked up so hard. He <laughs> the guy he laughed so hard, his his laugh was so high pitched, and he had tears. Coming down, I was laughing. I said, you, you're not going to at least call the ambulance for me? He started cracking up even more. <laughs> he said, I'm going to make sure you're okay. But I'm so sorry. I just couldn't hold it. I said, no, I'm not I'm not even mad at you. Because it, it was like watching a movie, the way my ankles, I'm just walking in some brand new hills. And then all of a sudden, I just look like a little bobblehead going down each stair. And he's just doing his job as the security helping yeah, me yeah. down the stairs. So he had tears. He was like, I didn't know I was going to laugh like that. I'm so, I said, you don't owe me any apologies. I'm okay. He said, are your ankles okay? <laughs> so, so did you did you hurt yourself? I think it was just me thinking I was too cute in my brand new shoes <laughs> that somebody had just get, gifted me from Nordstrom. Yeah. And I said, right when she gave me the box, I said, oh, I'm wearing these tonight. And I put them on. Oh. And that's what I get. They had been broken in, but they oh. got broken in coming down. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> lit, they they literally got broke in. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. So it was just the universe saying, hey, one step at a time, even in the heels. <laughs> yeah. God said, let me humble her real quick. She thinks she's too cute. Let me <laughs> let me fix her ego. Let me adjust some things. <laughs> Cause oh, they is- were. They were so- they were some shoes that I had been admiring and I didn't know that the young lady who was a good friend of mine and we sang together at other churches, mm. but I didn't know she worked at Nordstrom, but mm. I didn't know she was paying attention that I liked them like that. I think <laughs> I was talking about them in rehearsal. And so right before 
I sang, she she was singing background for me at this particular event. She said, I bought you something. And she worked at Nordstrom, so she got them at a discount. Mm. When I saw her, I just hugged her and I was like, oh. So I changed my other shoes and put the shoes she gave me on brand new, didn't, you know, know yeah. if they fit right. And, and they were like somewhat platform. So you already got to be careful yes. when you have a platform. You know, it's not just your regular heel. So that's the other thing you kind of walk in as my sisters and I call it a sneaky dinosaur walk. You kind of <laughs> like a, a newborn dinosaur, or a newborn animal that, you know, a newborn calf or something. You're just taking these weird steps when your shoes are new. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> But that's so. Imagine that, and you're trying to sing and be cute, and then boom, 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 boom down the stairs. It was just, yeah, it was oh, a night definitely. of comedy. Yeah, it was a comedy show a little bit. <laughs> Are we giving the audience some comedy now? So the two of us laughing our heads off. Nina, you said your first album came out um, last year, 2022. Tell us your creative process. So from zero to a three to four minute song. What is that journey like? Is it easy every time? Uh, what invigorates it? What motivates us? Okay. Um, it comes in different ways at, mm. a lot of times. Um, definitely with working with Warren Campbell, because I'm kind of strengthening my musical writing part, if mm. that makes sense. Like I'm, mm. I'm kind of more when we're live and in the moment, I'm, I could creatively come up w- with all kinds of things, like when you're live and in church, but sometimes sitting down and saying, Lena, let's write a song. I'm just sitting there like, okay, I don't have anything. It's, or it's taking a while yes. to, you know, you may have to play something over and over and over for me to get a concept. Or sometimes jokingly around, that's like one of my songs, This Is The Day, was kind of written with, well, at least the chorus part of it, with me kind of playing around with another gospel song. I was just going, this is the day. And Warren Campbell said, wait, I like that. And I was joking, but he actually liked it and used that as a chorus, made me sing it a few times. And then we had another collaborator come up with the verses. And then I was like blown away, like, wow, we made a song out of me just kind of playing, <laughs> you know, so it can be that. Or sometimes I've learned this too from Warren Campbell, where I've seen him go in the booth and he might not have had the words, but he just sang a medley over and over and over to what was already being played. And then we came out and he said, do you hear any particular words? And then we started coming up with words, but having a melody first, because some people get the words first and don't have the melody. So mine can, yeah, it can kind of, um, it's still being, you know, kind of the story is still being told with my songwriting because I've collaborated, but Mm -hmm. I've seen so many people with different methods. And and I am the girl who will be in line at the grocery store and hear something and like, let me hurry to get to my car so I can do the voice memo thing in my phone and try to remember, or there's other bad timing, you're in the bathtub or in the bathroom and you, <laughs> you get in a song and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> let me, let me wait till the toilet flush before I start singing and all the stuff. So <laughs> It's different things yeah. <laughs> that comes with it. You know, yeah. you might get it while you're eat, eating ice cream, but mm. that's why it's good to have some sort of apparatus, a phone or a mm. digital recorder so that you don't lose your thought. If you don't yeah. have pen and paper to write everything yes. down, at least you could quickly, you know, but over time it's just thousands of memos that you, what is this? And what was <laughs> I saying? And what, why did I say that? Why was I singing that? Yes. So, yeah. 
you have to remember to title them, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned, you know, being in the grocery store at the checkout counter and that comes to you. You don't need to run to the car. You can just do it then and there. You can give the, the people what? a show. You can give them a show. <laughs> You're right. But I don't know why that's a little bit embarrassing. I would run to the car as well. I'm just, I'm just like teasing. <laughs> Because, you know, you're like, what about the little old lady that may have a pacemaker in ahead of me? And I scare her because I'm singing so passionately. I give this lady a heart attack and I don't want that to happen. She's trying to put her eggs on the counter and then they crack because she's scared by my, my outburst. I don't want to have that happen. <laughs> uh, so would you agree then that you've been observing a whole bunch of different creatives and through that you're coming into your own and finding what works for you. Yeah. And it's still, you know, like it's still unfolding as I'm discovering with um, collaborating with so many great people Mm. with doing my own project and just seeing how they do things. I try Mm. their certain methods and then see, okay, that, that kind of works for me or that might not work as quick as me. But then you also realize these people have been writing songs for 20 something years and this is your first album. So you got to give yourself some grace too with still discovering who you are while you're just um, not the artist too. You, you're the songwriter, you're all these different parts, but you yeah. might be stronger in one area and weaker in another, you know, yeah. as you're coming along and being okay with, with that part. Exactly. Being okay with it. And as you say that I'm very hard on myself, you know, when there are parts where I perceive myself to be weak or challenged i'm like why you know why can't I yeah get it? it's just like it's okay you know to challenge yep. yourself and also someone might see something different that you're not aware of and allowing those ears and eyes to be there yeah that's yeah. that's a good point and it's it's good when you hear them say it's okay because that's me with singing a certain line over and over mm. and i feel like my my pitch might not be there that day because of whatever reason i could be tired or have a lot on my mind and overexert my voice and so i love when they're like it's okay that you don't reach it today the album don't have to come out tomorrow or tonight you know so just take some time and like one of the um times i was recording my mother-in-law she suddenly passed away but before she passed yeah thank you before she passed away she had went into um, a coma so i you know was still trying to work through that because my husband he was so excited for me to have the opportunity. He didn't want me to come home, but I still had it on my mind. Yes. You know, yes. that, that, and so just trying to sing through tears and all of that. And I love that he said, it's okay. We could just take a day. And, and, you know, even though my husband was like, no, don't come home. This is a big opportunity for you. Mm. You need to try to get, but sometimes you're just not in the mental space to, yes. you know, go on. And you need to take those times to assess that even and say, hey, life happens and I got to step away from the mic and it's okay. Yeah. Tell us about the album. Tell us uh, what to expect. Um, Are there any songs that are your favorites or you love them equally? Okay. The album is full of different sounds within the genre of gospel. So you have some traditional, you have contemporary, you have quartet, hand clapping and (laughs) foot stomping. Um, And you have the perspective in a few of the songs of, me speaking to God, and then you have God speaking to me in a few of the songs, and you got some head bangers. You have some that, um, 
one of the my song that actually went number one is the one that has the skating with it and it made everybody want to skate so we did a skate video with it a musical video for my song walk on water but yeah um i do i i think it depends on my mood like my favorites tend to change because i I, when people ask me do you have a favorite i say all of them because depending on what i like when i'm doing something at home cleaning up i like to play the up-tempo stuff yeah but if i'm going for a nice drive and i it's beautiful outside. I'll play more of the ballads and the strings and the, yes. you know, just depends on my mood. And I might play it over and over. And then while I'm exercising, I may play another one 30 mm. times. So it's my baby. It's my very first project. So I kind of sit and favor all of them. You know how people say when you have kids, you can't pick a favorite. You just, you love them all the same. So I don't but know. Really, I was I literally about to say that. You were reading my mind. I was like, it's a, it's a silly question because they are your children. You birth them in a metaphorical way so how to ask yes. your favorite they are all your favorites in different days sometimes you're irritated with the one and you're just like okay yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna ignore that one today and let's just focus on that one <laughs> or you feel even listening now you're like dang i should have sang this this way or i should have <laughs> yeah. but it's you know it's yeah. already out but you, yeah, yeah, or you're yeah. like i could have just added one little part right there i would have yeah. said <laughs> so <laughs> but that's the joys of performing them live because you can say it in the live version you exactly know, when you sing it i love playing this game uh, i know if i had to ask you this question in two days two weeks two hours two months i know your answer will be different every time and i recognize that i'm not saying favorite but if you had to push play to five songs by other artists once we'd finish this conversation what would those five songs be and by whom Ooh, five songs to push play oh ones my that come to mind was like, okay ah. yeah um well one artist that i was i guess probably because he was at the top of me walking yesterday he hasn't released any new music in a while but his name is gary mays in new era but i was playing uh his one of his up-tempo, it kept me while I was on my walk yesterday. Yes. So I had that. So I know I would play. And it, you know the nostalgia sometimes that comes with music. So I remember when I first learned of his music and the memories that flooded me with that. So that's a feeling that I always love. Of course, um, I'm listening also to my label mates, the Walls Group right now. They're promoting and doing an album. And then, of course, we're listening to my own press play sometimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to keep to keep my stream and my numbers up there, yeah. and then um, my label mate Erica Campbell, who I'm going to tour with, mm-hmm. and then of course I probably would push play to some Clark sisters. They help me when I need to clean up the house too. So that's the first five that come to mind. Lovely. So I love that question. <laughs> <laughs> People tend to go when they hear it, it's like, oh, oh, okay, and then they do the first couple, and then it's like. Oh, this is very hard. <laughs> yeah, it it is because you have so many. Anybody that's a music lover, you like. I could yes. go from here to there. So. Exactly, completely. That's why I love the question. The podcast is listened to throughout the world. As a final okay. message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? Oh, definitely. To you know, we're in trouble sometimes, sometimes, but God is our help. And if we keep looking to him, you know, we'll get the things accomplished that we need to get accomplished in life and just keep being kind to people, show mercy, show grace and keep loving yourself and doing what it takes to be a blessing to the world.